When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After such a crazy week, it's so nice to talk to my little bun buns. Oh, Monet. <laughs> that fucking pepper voice. It really it gives me shivers. Yeah. Pepper like talking to Monet free of charge. <laughs> well, you know, Bunny. Yeah, I, apparently Pepper used to call Whoopi. I'm Whoopi. It's nice to meet you, Pepper. Is Whoopi male? <laughs> oh my god is Whoopi male <laughs> you don't think I have a good Whoopi Goldberg that's a good that's a great Whoopi Goldberg you don't think so I see the look <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it didn't sound like it <laughs> you're such a troll <laughs> true <laughs> bunny today is a good episode we talked we chatted with comedy gay sexy comedian um mateo lane and we do our stereo calls this week about reality tv contestants <laughs> And the fans, and I wonder where we got that idea from to chat about this thing on Ebony and Irony. But we get we we get real. We I I talk about some real shit, and you do too. It's gonna be a good I, one. Yeah, I think so too. I did like the one caller who said that if she thought Drag Race fans were uh, you know into it and touchy and you know what protective or whatever, uh, uh, or vicious, whatever you want to say, uh, then then what about some. Dancing with the Stars. Well, honey, if Dancing with the Stars is bad, honey, I sure as hell don't want to see the fans of the Masks fucking stupid ass singer where you uh. want to put a mask on a goddamn singer because you are a what? Idiot. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner was on the Masked Singer. Wendy huh? Williams was on the Masked Singer. It was I wild. Keep it on. Keep it on. I'd like right. to care for her to keep it on. <laughs> Apparently, Caitlyn Jenner is, after she wins the California governor seat, she's going to be the governor oh. of New York. Oh. 
imagine. I, let me tell you this. I'd rather have Hillary Clinton. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. But you're insane. You're insane. <laughs> You're insane. Not about the Hillary thing. The fact that you're comparing Hillary Clinton to Caitlyn fucking Jenner, who is Are you a trying wild to say person. Not a real woman. <laughs> oh my She's god. She's a transgender icon. Oh That's my god. Her ass. That's what they're billing her as. Are they really like they're billing her as a transgender icon? Every time she's mentioned in those articles, and this is what you know. Well, this is another. This is another topic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Maybe we can chat about it next week. Yes, and we hope that you will. Stay. I'd like to chat about when she loses. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, on without further ado, let's just dive right into the callers. Buddy, so today we are discussing something that may be relevant to what's going on in the current drag race zeitgeist is our reality tv fans out of control well i want to say our reality tv people and fans out of control mm-hmm. because yeah. i think that extends to some of the people who are cast on the show and what the expectations are in and off the show okay so you guys can chime in with your thoughts what? and opinions about those well, if you just press that little button <laughs> Before before you chime in, just because we haven't discussed it on the podcast, and because I'm not a, up to date on all the latest gossip, I tried, but you mm-hmm. know. Um, so, is we're speaking about this because there's been some friction with Tamisha Iman, mm-hmm. who is, uh, I guess. Listen, I skimmed an article when I realized we were going to be asking people about this, and mm-hmm. it said that. She was came for you, um, uh-huh. and so what, what? But then she made an announcement about Tamisha Iman New York. Now, baby, please under explain because I don't even know what Tamisha Iman New York is. I sound like she was saying that uh, that. Listen, if she's coming for you, Monet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want her to succeed. <laughs> I want her to kill you. Yes, oh that's it. Yes, well, I want her to did. bully you. She, I want her to bully she, you for gay pride. Yes, little girl. I said what I said. <laughs> I want Tamisha Iman to bully you for gay pride. I'm sorry, LGBTQ pride. Sorry. Yeah, wow, problematic. <laughs> um, so, so what happened, girl? What happened? What I mean, I, I'm I, fill me in. Okay, y'all, I am trying to fill Bunny's old ass in, in as quick as possible. So basically, Tamisha Mon did a live, I want to say Saturday, and she did a whole live, and she was in drag at like 5 o'clock in the morning. How sad. And then she was like, went on this whole tirade about how um, me, how about myself, Monet Shane specifically, has taken every opportunity I have. Anytime I get a microphone in my hand or on a podcast, I've taken every opportunity to fucking shade her, to dog walk her, and disrespect her. And I think she's referring to Sibling Watchery, which is a podcast Bob the Drag Queen and I have on Mon- that comes out Mondays, and we review Drag Race. But we, we just give our honest opinions about what we thought. And the uh, and 90% of the comp- 
of the commentary we have about Tanisha, about how she was doing well, about the things we liked about her. And there were like an episode or two where we didn't like her outfit, but we weren't like, this is disgusting, revolting garbage. Like we, like, we didn't treat her like Tina Burner. We just said, uh, this outfit isn't for me, and I would not do this here. Girl, this is not me. I'm not into it. So she took those two instances with the other 90% positive and nice things we said about her as me coming for her at every turn. But quickly, the fans were like, this person is insane. You literally don't listen to the podcast. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're crazy. And she was building up to this Tuesday night brawl where she was going to make an example out of me. She's going to read me for filth and let the girls know about uh, she's going to like destroy me. Use me an example for everyone. Tuesday came around and, and, yesterday, and, and, but, and it but then happen. she, but then she didn't. She didn't, she didn't, and so we don't know. We don't know what that. But what would, what would it? It was most all clickbait. She has. Mean? I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know what people think. think thought that would mean, but I, what I, what I surmise is that she was using me as a way to kind of build anticipation for this new website apparently she's launching which everyone started calling her scamisha iman because <laughs> she basically lied and and she is like saying that she tried to placate me and bob's blackness saying that we weren't black enough that all, like this like a bunch of crazy it, what it seems like honestly you was, know, a, I, I often, was a spiral I, often, I haven't met tamisha but i often get that complaint bunny you're not black <laughs> enough <laughs> but, but okay, so I want to jump in because I want to before I say one thing about this, I uh-huh. will say that I have never met Tamisha Iman, Same. and I have no sides. I love Monet, but I have no idea what's going on. But we have a podcast together, and we want to know, you know, what you think in the broader context. Whether you want to talk about this with Tamisha Iman, maybe you know more about it than I do, and you can fill me in. Um, what what do you think about reality stars and reality fans? I'm going to go first and say, you these queens are pitted against each other on the show. That's what a not me though. I'm not. I was not on the show with her. Okay, I, I I get that. But I'm saying that if we do not want combative stuff. Mm-hmm. Then, then you, you, you can listen. I was on a reality TV show, and they said, "Bunny, we can't sell a show." It didn't get picked up. They did a pilot and put it on YouTube. They but said, enough about cops. Ah, that that one was on, honey. I wish I was. Uh, the, the, <sighs> the, 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 they said, "Bunny, we can't sell a reality show with a kumbaya." Uh, with a bunch of drag queens. Will mm-hmm. you and so-and-so go get in a fight? It was head of lettuce, and we've never really gotten along, but professionally we worked together and stuff. So we went out in the hall. I spit my gum out at her. We made up some argument. And then, in the, you know, and, and, and this is what, uh, and then she said something back to me, uh, you know, and they, they said, okay, great, can you do that again? This is what they want. This, they, they want combative behavior. And also the thing that I cannot understand from Drag Race fans, why they do not understand judging. This, are you all umpire, umpire uh, what is it, a backseat? You know, quarterbacks, because mm-hmm. this these shows are about judging. Now, all of this has to be in a context of you and Bob doing this, as many other drag race girls do, post-show. So, you know, you were not on the season, but you're doing mm-hmm. post-show commentary. And... This is this is this has become a broader part of the drag race territory. So yeah. and, 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 you know, I mean, 
I don't know what happened with Tamisha. I don't know how she feels about what 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 how it played out for her. Um, you know, I will say this as a complete ingenue and don't you know know any better. I think she's very pretty, <laughs> and I think I saw her on YouTube and I loved her performance so much. You know that I watched a few more, you know, videos and I I you know I. I, I'm not sure why Drag Race didn't choose to uh, showcase that. I think they like the drama or else I wouldn't have tuned in to see her say, try to lure Candy Muse out, who was, you know, into a fight. This is ratings gold for them. This is what we talk about as much, if not more, than the hottest outfits. Right. And it, it, well, with that, with that take, it's like, if, like, why, it's like, it's almost like she is, choosing to start this violence with all these people she is like being so aggressive online and being honestly it seems like a spiral like some type of like like uh, a spiral of i don't know it just seems very chaotic and very wild and i don't know what she's trying to get at but you know it's very strange she going through i mean we're all going through something and of course you Mm -hmm. did as you mentioned earlier, the girls these days get the exposure and they are subjected, even though many drag race girls hit the heights, you know, some are subjected to this difficult, you know, long days, tense stuff pitted against other people, you know, sometimes misrepresented or, or to, to, re- to fit in with a narrative or what do you guys call it, the, the story, you know, arc. So, I mean... You know, I, I, I don't I, 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 I didn't see her on the show except for that argument. But I was like that I tuned into that because everyone was making such a big moment out of that. So if you get rewarded for that, which is listen, when you see people going clapping their hands, going bah, 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 that's reality TV stuff. When you you know, I mean, that, that that's what that is. It's like I'm loud and yes, I'm rude and yes, I'm petty. And yeah, I mean, right. that that. It, it does reward that. I mean, I would love to see Tamisha get to do these performances with dancers. My God, she was. What are you talking so, about? Are you talking about the ones from like from like Continental back in the day? I think they were just at Southern clubs, but I watched one and I couldn't get enough. She was magic, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I as a drag fan, that's what I want to see drag queens do. I don't want to see them cry about being bullied. I don't want to see them talk about a cyst that has impaired their performance. I <laughs> want to see them shine. I want to see jinxing Broadway. I want to see Alyssa Edwards Babylon about nothing. <laughs> I want to see Sharon Needles do Death Rock, Latrice do a powerhouse lip sync, you know, number, and you retire. And that's all I have to say. (laughs) Let's take the first call. (laughs) Monet, I am so personally confused as to how you ended up as the villain of season 13. Um, And I'm also personally saddened (laughs) that we didn't get to see your ass dog walked by Tamisha Iman. I love you. You're my favorite queen. You see, people people are so invested. They were like, oh, I can't wait for this to go down. Like, to me, that's so crazy that people... I mean, Bunny, like, I was getting... Like, I was trending on Twitter last night. Like, I was trending on Twitter. It was, like, 10,333, whatever it was, about me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is crazy that people are so invested in this, and they want to see this go down. Yeah, I guess I just saw on Twitter that Trixie Mattel... Uh, who I kid, I tease with all that, but but who I love, 
she's going to be on Crank Yankers with Chris yeah. Rock. And that's what I want to see. I don't want someone who wants to see someone dog walked. I want to hear that Bianca Del Rio is selling out a stadium in, right. uh, or, or, or that you're on the West End. That's what I want. Yeah, for sure. And, for and sure, now, let, sure. now let me just throw this out there. Is Tamisha from the pageant world? She is, and apparently she's how been banned. Is, but how she's, vicious is that world in general? Everyone that I know that's in pageants will will will, will at least sometimes say crooked, rigged. Uh, you know, all about the money. They even say that. Oh at the, well, here's the, the tea bunny. Here's the tea bunny. She, Tamisha, has been banned from so many pageants because of this because of this behavior. She's been banned from pageants because when she gets critiqued when she doesn't do well, she like does this kind of stuff. So she's banned. She can she can never compete again. Mm. Okay. So that's another little thing in this whole thing about this like this is a this is this is a pattern of behavior for her in her life. So you're saying that she is a perennial sweetheart and deserves miscongeniality? <laughs> Apparently. Mean, so you're the victim of season thirteen. Okay. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm the villain of season thirteen apparently. Let's take this next one. Of I do think there's a huge real issue with like toxicity and racism in the drag race fandom specifically. Um, but speaking on Tamisha and her experience, it's a little confusing just because she had such a positive edit on the show and she was a fan favorite and her talking about the fan base. It just doesn't make sense considering that back when she had her fight with Candy, she was literally sharing uh, on her story, like messages from fans who said that they were like hating on Candy and she was sharing Candy hate. So it feels like she's complaining about something that she completely weaponized previously, and I just don't really get it. That shit is that is literally Tamisha. That is to me from okay, and from what again, I don't know Tamisha. I only know Tamisha from this interaction this past week and what I saw on the show. And this scene and what I've heard about her in pageants, this seems to be what she likes to do. Like she like Candy was getting a lot of hate and Tamisha would literally share it on her story. So kind of like she didn't say these words, but egging people on to bully Candy online. And now she's complaining about getting that because of sleeping right sleeping watchery. It's ridiculous. Mm. Well, let's see. I mean, season 13 has her. Season 12 has Sherry Pie. As Drag Race expands around the world, look at the wide net that they cast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How exciting. I hope we can have more. <laughs> let's take this Of this, this caliber of entertainer. From Davey, Davey Ruiz. Hey, Monet. <laughs> hey, Lady Bunny. Love the show. <laughs> Legit, I think, yes, Drag Race fans can be a little crazy, but as someone who has survived the Star Wars fandom, the My Little Pony <gasps> fandom, the Steven Universe fandom, I think it's just that sometimes fans get out of control, and I think that some people forget that these people, like, the drag queens are real people. They're not characters, they're not, like, people you can go around and just give death threats to because they are actual living humans. So I think that's why people just, they're dumb and they can't separate reality from fiction. So, yeah. Right, right. Like, yeah. Like, like when people used to send flowers to when a soap star's character would die, but the actor who played them did not die. I mean, I marveled mm -hmm. at that since I was a teen. You know, but when we, are, when, when we are judged 
and and uh, you know uh, pitted against each other. I do not know what happened before that fight scene. I was not there. Right. I don't know right. what the cameras rolled on, and uh, and and everyone involved has signed something saying that they can't say that. So, um, you know. Well, I mean, regarding Donna Drag Race, I was there for the one of the biggest fights on season ten, and I can tell you what we saw on TV is what happened in that first episode. It? Um, with was it? it was with the vixen and Cracker and Aquaria. Like the vixen was the one who instigated all of that. She like now, granted, Aquaria was crying, whatever, and I saw the vixen's point. <laughs> But um, in the first episode, Aquaria was minding her own business, and the Vixen took it upon herself to kind of insert herself in Aquaria's business. Like, no, I'm a true sayer. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. What really happened? Which wasn't her fucking place. Mind your fucking business. You know what I mean? Um, so, so I can tell you that was not edited. Things were not cut out. Things weren't cut around. They showed what happened. Obviously, you can't. It, it was. It was a big. It was. It was a bigger conversation of like a. 10 minute thing that happened they can't spend 10 minutes on that entire thing for a two minutes of a show so it shruncated yeah, but, it, but it things were not happened. edited around to, yeah but things weren't edited around to deceive anyone it's what happened yeah it, so a fight happened without yeah. digging on it's what and right, you said right, that, right. that fights happen yeah i mean yeah i'm sure that they do i think that they are encouraged and i would love to see more numbers that the queens have done in their own uh, areas before they were on Drag Race that made them so popular that Drag no, Race came a, came a came a calling. Yeah. You know, I yeah. would love to, yeah. I'd, I'd love to, to see more of that and less of I said what I said. And so let me ask you this: um, uh -huh. I heard several people after Candy because when Candy and Tamisha had that argument, Tamisha was seen as the sweetheart and Candy was seen as the bitch. And right. I heard other people say that um, the way that you stay in the show to the top three, your way of having success is to be the bitch so that they have to keep you to the end to keep the hijinks and the, and, and, and so is that, I, I, I mean, you can't. But that's not true. Vixen happened. was sent home, Vixen was sent, was sent home episode seven. Um, if you're good, like, I, I, I don't think, I don't it, think it, the it, bitch it is true stays. That, but it is true that that it is true that oh you don't think the bitch stays. I mean that's I, listen I'm basing that on what so many fans or, and and queens have said. I I, I don't mm -hmm. know that for a fact. I'm yeah, I mean I don't. I mean I think I think in terms of like if someone is talented, of course you want to keep someone talented. Of course if, if they bring a little extra drama, that's an added bonus. But I don't think that they would defy all the parameters of the show to keep this nasty bitchy person around just for that you know what i mean I, I i i don't i i don't see that as a pattern of behavior maybe i'm wrong y'all can correct me if i am but i i, I don't see that as a pattern of behavior we should take another call we have so many to get through there's like yes. a few more words let's do it hi monet hi bunny uh love you both <laughs> huge fan um i just wanted to say i know tamisha had referred to the fandom as like the worst fans ever but honestly y'all you need to meet dancing with the stars fans go on dancing oh. with the stars and your drag race fans will look like angels compared to them yes oh, anyways really? to me sure it was just clickbait so disappointed was all excited for nothing having popcorn ready um yeah so <laughs> i unfollowed her now yeah yeah that's, that's what i hear these other shows have crazy fans <laughs> 
So she has the popcorn ready she, because she wanted uh, Tamisha to come for you. Yeah, I don't say it. People that's wanted that. that. Yeah, so, so I mean, you know, I, I, that's where I differ. I do not want that. I, I would love, you know, I, I can't say it again, but I would love to see contestants shine. But the fans are entertained by this, and that's why the you drama. see it. And that's why some of the fights are real, and some of them probably aren't. And some of them right. may be started by insecure p performers with egos mm -hmm. who don't mix it. I mean, listen, you can smell a bitch and hate a bitch. Don't you know that? Yeah. <laughs> we're drunk, we're and, and, and we could be nice and say, you know, uh, everybody say love or, you know, Wigstock Festival of Love, Hair, and Peace or, you know, say any of our slogans that we want. But at the end of the day, you we are territorial. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, 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 and so there's there's so, there's a certain amount of gigs. There's a certain amount of men that like us. There's a you know what I mean? It's 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 Everyone territorial by me. nature. Yeah. Mm. I mean, sexually. <laughs> Let's take another one from Lachey. Yes, I do think reality TV fans are out of control. It's not that much different from when we were younger and it was like Prince versus Michael Jackson, but it's changed when it hit internet. It changed when Beyonce came on and we had the beehive and you had her own peers coming after her saying, why are you letting your fans? Or why are you not saying mm. something about your fans? So she's even got hit with that. Um, drag race is a community and when people who assume they know something about an art form throw their two cents in but do it to the point of humiliating somebody it becomes difficult and something that Lawrence Cheney said you know when you are walking into a room and you get laughed at and you don't even know why that is heartbreaking and I feel that's what's happening here because you guys were on a mainstream and you weren't prepared for it. Ooh. Well, I think that that buck goes both ways. I think some people are and some people aren't. I feel like some people have gone to drag because, again, they see it as a way to give themselves more exposure and to attain the things that they don't think they can, they can get without drag race. But, and I think some people had it well. Like, I have never had this meltdown. There, there, are, there are a bunch of girls that have never had this meltdown, but you also have some who have. And I think, and Bob brought up maybe. But they do. The show gives you, like, you do a, psych a psychological evaluation before you get on the show. And when you get eliminated, uh, a therapist calls you. Like, they, the show, but maybe they, they need to do more for, for, for the girls after the show. I don't know. But um, I think that it depends on who you are. Some people are meant and built for it, and some people aren't. Okay. Devil's advocate again. Mm -hmm. What if the stress for Tamisha, what if she's, as you say, banned from pageants and combative and, and, and whatever. Well, what if she endured the stress of drag race and spent all the money and then did not get to recoup from touring because of the uh, pandemic and is not handling it well? I'm not making excuses for her. I don't know her. I'm just trying to look, make sense of the of the situation because, like you said, the, the caller just, just called in and said, uh, you know, that, that, that she was one of the popcorn. This last caller said something true. Not that the other stuff you said, honey, that wasn't true. But she said that more the internet this has changed since the internet. 
because everyone has a voice. It's there forever. The, the mm-hmm. article that I skimmed about Tamisha Thing said the video was taken down from her Instagram account, but it has been uploaded elsewhere and then provided a link to that. So they this all This was a scheme for people to pay Tamisha $30 to be, because she, she just launched the Tamisha Ma Network. And allegedly, if you go into the Tamisha Ma Network today, or tomorrow, then she's going to do it on there when she promised everyone she's going to do it on YouTube. So I think this was a ploy to get people to her channel and pay $30, it's $30, well, 25 something or 20, $25.99 a month to be a part of the Tamisha Mon Network. Take another one. I think queens that leave the show and didn't have the experience they dreamed about resent the girls that have found success within the show that don't carry the same resentments. So they lash out that at them, like the Vixen does, like Tamisha is doing, like Fifi does. does I mean, maybe there's something to that. Jeremy does not. Jeremy does not do it anymore. But also, Jeremy has removed themselves so far from the show, and Jeremy doesn't deal with the show in any capacity. Jeremy doesn't. I mean, on their channel, they Twitch, they stream Twitch, playing video games with Drag Race Girls, but that's about it. Jeremy doesn't comment on the show. Jeremy doesn't do anything. So I don't, not Jeremy, but Tamisha and the Vixen definitely, clearly. Uh, but but is, is this trend that the caller is pointing out correct? Um, that the, that the, I mean, I would, sure, some may resent the girls that did well if they didn't do well themselves, but there's many, many girls who didn't do well and do yeah, not engage in this. So yeah, this is for not, sure. this is not just, you know, th- there are other girls who didn't do well who are not so consumed, you know, with, with, with jealousy as the caller suggests. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh let's say this is from a this is from a mental health professional. Her name is Sophia A. No, no, why'd you give him my number? As a mental health professional, I just want to say that um, Tamisha's inability to metabolize like the same level of criticism and critique that everybody who's ever been on this show has dealt with, and particularly from you, Monet, you were so kind and like non you were not you didn't say anything to her that was out of line or that was that was um anything worse that that was ever been said about anybody else on the show and so that says to me that this might be like a mental health thing so let's have compassion for her around that and also acknowledge like this is not a normal reaction okay you know you know i have been so many messages like monet please forgive tamisha monet be nice to the vixen, Monet. Like, be the bigger person. Fuck that. I'm not being the bigger person. I would just choose not to engage, not to talk, not to do anything with these people. And I don't respect them. I think that they are both trash. And I'm not being the bigger person. I'm not going to reach out and say, hey, girl, absolutely not. No time for it. And I will not. I, Tamisha said that me and Bob are going to do something on her channel. That is a lie. I do not want to engage with Tamisha at all all i will not give her any more of my time i will not give her any more of my platform bob already gave her a platform and she's not about to come on uh, sibling rivalry or anything like literally not even a little bit never ever no let's take this I mean, last call from <laughs> selena s titties the last call of the day girl this is all so wild but monet i just wanna i would love to hear that you're doing okay and maybe you're not doing okay right but i want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself in this time because this is a lot emotionally uh social medialy all of it i hope you're taking hot baths go eat yourself a burrito supreme suck a dick um but i just want to make sure that you're okay 
Oh my god, that's oh. so sweet. That is very sweet. I, I I like to be super honest. Like this morning, I really had like a moment, and like I, well, I literally woke up out of bed, and I was like, this is just so heavy, and this is just so annoying, and. And all these people doing lies back and forth and just to see someone like the Vixen who, again, the Vixen and I, we weren't friends, you know what I mean? But we did the show together. But it's just like how um, Calorie Kardashian, Calorie Kardashian and I are not necessarily friends, but I like Calorie. When I see she posts pictures online, I like them. And, you know, like She's I, I met her. Yeah, Calorie is very <laughs> sweet. Her. You know what I mean? So and I thought I was in the same place with the Vixen. So to see someone who you thought was not necessarily a friend, but an acquaintance and somebody who you were cool with just go online and say it's such hurtful and just lies like literally like blatant like lies it's it's so disheartening and it was really annoying this morning and i thought about it but you know today i'm fine um and i again my i'm not sad my feelings aren't my feelings i guess maybe my feelings are hurt i don't identify with that with the notion of my feelings being hurt because i'm a motherfucking new yorker um but yeah it's just it's just really just uh, more so annoying and i know 95 percent of people know that it's crazy talk and it's literally cannot even be close to being true but the five percent of people who are like i cannot believe monet did and said those things to me that's like really annoying that people in the world think that about me well, you know what? We had a couple callers call, like that last one that was very sweet and seemed concerned about you. So Drag Race fans, the nice, sweet people have been drawn to Drag Race along mm -hmm. with some who are combative. May I ask? Mm -hmm. <laughs> is, and for an autograph? No, you cannot have, a, you cannot have an <laughs> autograph. <laughs> No, I want you to get bobs for me. <laughs> I, 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 oh no! Can can you can you see if you can arrange an autograph with James Bensfield? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, James. I love you. Uh, James made a brilliant puppet for me. Two, three of them. Anyway, so look. So if if this did not, this took me years to learn, and I'm hearing it in your assessment. If some you think that somebody is crazy and you've got your ways of figuring out if they're crazy, you will save a lot of hassle if they say what you just said, I think you're crazy and I'm not dealing with you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's I so fair. Hard, that's buddy. so real. Yeah. Just recognize who they are. You're fucking crazy and I just can't deal with you. I so today I, I just Or that you can't please them? Or that yeah. they're not going to change, or that you have to step away from the situation mm -hmm. that they've often created, and, and yeah. you know. But yeah, so, for but sure. are we? Would would she be putting? Is she snapping? We don't know. Is she snapping, breaking down? Just a vicious person has become unknown, or are, is a lot of what we're doing behavior which is negative, or you know, kiss ass, or whatever? Um, because of likes? Are we doing YouTube videos for likes? The, the content that will get likes? Are we saying mean things because we can hide behind a, 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 a screen and, 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 and attack the biggest star on earth? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Are we doing that? Um, I think we are. We're doing it more now than when I grew up because we didn't have computers. Oh, for but sure. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um... Wow, Bunny, I can't believe I had an actual real-life conversation with you. This was unexpected. Now, hold on. Say the real thing. I cheered you up. 
<laughs> and with that said, go Tamisha, go Vixen. <laughs> get him, get him, get him, girls. Oh wait, well, no. What's the expression? I, I want to make sure I don't have any original drag saying. Uh, wait, uh, get her, Jade. Right. <laughs> I want to make, sure make sure I say the same catchphrases over and over again for decades and then repeat them on the show because they're creatives. Mm -hmm. You cheered me up and you just turned me on. I'm fucking rock hard right now. <laughs> well, then it's time for you to end it all. <laughs>
shoot someone. Right, right, right. right, right. So, and I think, you know, being a comedian and having comic friends, it brings a different element to streaming as opposed to actually taking the game serious because I Well, because it's such like a straight, like, uh, hetero normative call of duty is i play yeah i mean call of duty is so straight it's actually it's aggressive i mean (laughs) i played that game there's no color in anything not the leaves the trees everything is gray (laughs) there's people yelling at you like get in there shoot where fortnite's like you're a princess building into the sky (laughs) buddy have you ever streamed before um i think i'm streaming now <laughs> Don't look! Don't look! Uh, that's why I wear diapers. Yeah. Oh God. When I'm, when I'm streaming, honey. Yeah, yeah. When I'm streaming, it's yellow or something else. Oh um, my God. Mateo is very cute, and I do not want to begin this episode with him getting turned on because you know what effect I have on young men. <laughs> Buddy, I told and you, Monet. Monet and mine's favorite thing in the world is the interview you did with Bianca probably seven years ago on a morning show. She has no idea about it. Oh, my God. We we reference it. I think every time Monet and I see each other, we reference it. We do. Bunny Bunny has no recollection of it at all. She does not know uh, what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, no. I I mean, all I say is that, I mean, hey, I I wish, given the right, you know, personalities with me, I can do great things. What's up with this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Look look who I have to work work with every week. Monet Exchange, Bianca Del Rio. What am I? I don't know. She's doing a podcast with Sherry fucking Vine. Where did I go wrong? I don't know. But uh, but hey, you're a comedian, you know. Oh, she's a comedian. Let's make this one funny instead of refer back to my old gyms. No, I'm. <laughs> I, 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 I do. I, I believe there may have been some weed, and weed is legal. I haven't had any in uh, today, but um, I did have some during that uh, Bianca interview. So, is the Twitch a money making thing, or is it like an exposure thing? I, I do know, you know, Vivacious and other DJs who stream on Twitch, on Twitch. but they're yeah. but they're DJing. Yeah, I mean, it, it eventually turns into it. If you get enough of a following, you, they, you become you an affiliate. Yeah, which people can subscribe to you. And um, yeah, so I mean, I don't make, I wouldn't say I make a ton of money, but uh, I make. I've seen the checks. It's, it's upwards of 50K a stream. Can you imagine? I would be I've so, seen the checks. It's, I I mean, wow. I just fixed I mean, you. I just, I just, I just, I just fixed you. I just made a blatant lie <laughs> of, of, about you. <laughs> I would say I make I don't know a couple. No, no, no! Don't months. tell us your numbers. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm just being an I mean, that's it. I mean, but I don't mind. I'm just saying. I mean, that's about all. That's about all you make with it. I mean, once you some of the really popular people who play Fortnite for a living. I mean, they must make thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars that's a so month. Crazy. For that's so it's wild. Just to watch people watch you play video games. The way that, I mean, honestly, the pandemic has gotten people, well, obviously streaming on Twitch has been around before the pandemic, but I'm sure the pandemic has has exacerbated it as everyone is trying to find other revenue streams. And the way that you can make money on, if it's not OnlyFans, it's streaming on Twitch, it's uh, doing TikTok. There's just so many, in this new zeitgeist of the internet, there's so many ways to make fucking money doing like things that you would do every day, regardless. It's crazy. And Bunny, what did you do to make a couple extra bucks during the pandemic? 
Um, well, I didn't really make any extra bucks. I made less bucks than ever. And um, <laughs> unlike other, uh, you know, uh, industrialized countries, our government doesn't pay us enough to just sit home. Um, all other developed countries, Canada, 2000 a month, you know. Uh, Los Angeles gives us 2000 a week. Does it? Do they really? No. Monet, no. you just <laughs> made that up. I was like, in what world? I'm vixening, I'm vixening. I, I mean, I mean there, there are progressives, you know, who, who, I mean, even Kamala Harris, who I wouldn't call progressive, was in May proposing 2000 per month with uh, Ed Markey and Senator uh, Bernie Sanders. They're both senators, but there's no pressure on that. And so, you know, it's like, look, if I feel like this. If the government wants to shut down my job in the name of safety, I'm going to comply. I don't want to get it. I don't want to spread it. Mm-hmm. But you need to pay me to sit home or people are going to go out to make money in right. situations that are not necessarily safe. But let me ask you this. I wish, it, I wish you followed that same advice in the, in the late 80s, early 90s. You should have stayed home instead oh of spreading God, your diseases Monet. around. Oh, my God, Monet. I'm okay. just saying. Well, I think you should have stayed home and not submitted a tape to Drag Race. But, uh, <laughs> now, I am seeing a few more gig possibilities opening up, which is right. great. I mean, now that people have been vaccinated, they feel you know, more you know, comfortable being in settings that they weren't setting any foot anywhere near. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? For you? Yeah, I'm I'm performing nightly now. So the comedy cellar Gag. is open at 33% capacity, plexiglass, mask wearing, temperatures taken, mm-hmm. and all the comics and staff had to be vaccinated in order to come and perform. Oh, we're also required to wear masks, you know, unless we're 12 feet away from the audience. So I've been able to go back nightly and do shows, which has been I the, the best part about it is it's now New York audiences. Usually it's just German tourists who are like, "We don't have humor." So to have New Yorkers <laughs> as audience members, it's 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 a very this will be a very special time for the comics and the audience members alike to speak to each other who live in the same city. Mm. Uh, well, I'm oh. a New Yorker uh, with a German background, and I find that very triggering. And offensive. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, little girl. Um, uh, no. So and, so and so do you for those unfamiliar with the comedy cellar? Yes, the called? comedy cellar. So you're the bottom of the barrel. No, you're the basement. <laughs> no, you're the bar down basement. Drop No. So you go on with other comics and do a set of 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 what? At what time? Yeah, in in the city, usually when you see a comedy show, it's like a motley crew of comics. So there'll be a host and maybe like five to eight comics, each doing about 15 minutes. And then on the weekend, just kind of like drag queens, we go out and headline our own shows. So I do about an hour. It's actually, oh, okay. comedy in drag is quite, at least in New York, functions very similarly. Just a very different um, prep time. Mm, and so mm. would most of your audiences be very mixed Yes. Yeah. And you, and you when you, I when I go on the road, they're usually all gay or queer. Actually, oh, really? Two weekend. Yes. Oh, yeah. Although last oh. weekend I went to I did a show in Phoenix and I walked out on stage and I I have this stupid opening line where I'm like, "Hi, thanks so much. I'm obviously gay." And there was a straight couple in the front row, and the guy goes, "What?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "He thought like you were a Nazi." He was like, "Whoa." 
He, oh, I, and I said, oh, do, do you not like gay people? And he goes, no. And he was sitting with his wife. And I usually women like gay men a little more than Drake dudes, right? So I said, do you like gays? And she goes, ugh. Shut I was the like, fuck, Mateo, you're lying. Yes, I, de- I have it recorded. I was like, all right, you should probably go. In 2021, like, why is that even your, like, I mean, honestly, just lie. Just be like, yeah, I love them. And then you be like, I, mean? I have diarrhea and get out. You know? Would his shock be explained a little more if you did tell us what you told me before we started taping that you had blown him in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but you did, is, you did it in a very straight way. You know, I, you did did. I put on a baseball hat and called him bro. That's right. <laughs> well, but you have Mateo in, in your in your in your set. You have this such a funny bit about like the, it's like one of my my favorite things to do the faggot thing in the car. Bunny, that shit is yeah, so. I, I was it, I, I was doing shows with Nicole Byer in Columbus, Ohio, and I was crossing the street to go to the mall, and it was one of those bigger roads, right, where it's like eight lanes, and a car drives by, and all I hear is faggot. Like, oh. <laughs> In Columbus, Ohio. So, that's, so where, wait, that's where Nina West is from. It's probably so, her. So, it was that her. Was her. So, so your 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 mom lives in Columbus. That's what you're saying. So, so Mateo. So, okay. So, out of like your audiences, like what percentage is gay? What percentage is queer? Like overall, you know what I mean? Like, how uh, often you- I would say if I go on the road and people are coming to see me, probably seventy percent are queer people. Work. Okay. Yeah, and I Did- love it. I love it. Okay. So you like a you like the queer audience? Which which one is easier to you? Because sometimes I you know Monet, I've, I've talked about this before. Drag is different mm-hmm, because right. it's like a gay gay art form that brings in some strip. But sometimes comedy can be very different, you know. Mm-hmm. And and um, sometimes I have often seen like gay musicians gay comics be embraced more by straight comedy audiences than gay ones. I have seen that. I would say, so, uh, okay, like a little bit of a background, I think seeing, just for the sake of conversation, gay men, you know, doing stand-up was not something any of us saw. And I don't think there's a gay, cis, male, famous comic in America that does traditional stand-up that exists at the same level as an Ellen, Margaret Cho, Wanda Sykes, uh, Rosie O'Donnell. I think we've seen a lot of lesbians or queer cis women in that field, but not mm-hmm. not cis gay men. And mm-hmm. so, so, I, you know, you, so you're, you've come on our podcast to bash women. And say that they don't have as many opportunities as cisgendered white men. Okay. Good night, Mateo. That is funny. Good night. Follow me on Twitch. Uh, (laughs) So I would say, you know, when I started doing comedy, I was one of few gay men doing comedy. And I would, it was a weird, I don't know if it was internalized homophobia, but I just didn't know how to perform for gay audiences. And I don't think Mm -hmm. gay audiences knew how to accept gay men doing comedy because usually we liked women. Kathy Griffin, mm-hmm. Margaret Cho, Joan Rivers, yeah. and mm-hmm. there was a there was a bit of a struggle when I would get on. I used to have a joke that they would sit there and say, "Ah, oh, we hear this at brunch. Where is Kathy Griffin?" But <laughs> oh, over time, 
I find that we we all as a community have been much more accepting and much more open to new things. And I've mm-hmm. been really warmly welcomed by a lot of the, the queer community for doing just stand-up comedy. But in terms of straight people, straight people also have opened their minds. I find straight people less threatened because when you perform at the Comedy Cellar, generally speaking, you know, straight people people really are open to hearing about a new perspective and it makes me stick out a little bit because everyone's either talking about their wife, their kids, da da da. And then I go up there, I'm like grinder. And they're like, Oh, I've never heard right, a grinder right, story right, before. Right. That makes sense. Well, so I like it's, it's interesting that you put it that way because l- let me give you a drag analogy. So the drag queens who perform at restaurants for mostly or at least half or more like straight lips. people like lips and uh-huh. you know, whatever, all they have to do is go out and do Tina Turner rolling on the river. And, like, and it's like, you know, the, the, the straights are like, oh, it's vintage, it's wacky. If you do that in a gay bar now, they're like, oh, Mary, maybe 50 <laughs> years ago. You know, it's right. like, you know, anything like Jennifer Holiday, and I'm telling, <laughs> yeah, seen it for years, you know, whatever. But if you're c- coming out and doing, you know, Wendy Ho's, um, uh, fuck what you. is it? Fuck, fuck me. Fuck me, the, fuck me like an Arab man or whatever the, the, the song is that every drag queen lip syncs to. You've seen it in gay bars for ages, but the straights haven't seen it. So it's almost easier to be fresh with them. Yeah. I mean, I, in my experience, like performing for straight audiences and like doing hosting things and more stand up, not necessarily lip syncing, like just the littlest things like set them off. Like in terms of like, in, like a good way, I could be like, you just look at like uh, some straight guy in the front and be like, you're cute. <laughs> oh, oh, man, you really got him, girl. I'm like, I just said he was cute, but okay. You know what I mean? Like they get so great. But also, but I think it's also that drag aspect. So I get, but I think doing like a, more traditional form of comedy stand-up is just it's it probably it just hits different it's just it's just it's just so funny how we can we're both doing comedy but it's just such a different thing for both the, for the two sides dragon like well i think setup. i think when you you looked at that guy in the front row and said you're cute and everyone laughed wasn't that bob the drag queen so funny that anyone would think he was cute I mean, it, was, wow. it was it was just it was i mean it was really one of your best lines it was so casual you just whoop, right off the, I mean. flowers were thrown after you said it it was really like the end of an italian opera oh <laughs> um, yeah. Go ahead, Mateo. Sorry, oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, I still deal when you go on the road, or even in New York, you do. You know, one thing that I get that I don't think that a lot of I, I find with straight dudes is um, they all, like, for example, I'll say, "Is anyone else here gay?" And they'll point. Yes, at I their, am. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they'll point like at their best friend and be like, "This bro right here, da da da." And then Ew. I'll just cut and say. Great, I'm glad you're homophobic and you think I am a joke. And then they have to stop and think about it. And then the whole audience turns on them and then I continue on my way and they feel like shit for the next 15 minutes. But you, <laughs> you do still feel that, that, that it, you know, we haven't quite figured it all out, you know, but yeah, for, for for progress sure. is being made. No, no, I've seen you, Mateo. And by the end of the show, when you come out as HIV positive and you're sobbing, you pass around that cup. It is genius. I mean, it, it, oh my God. It's, it's like tragic comedy, but it works. That's how I afforded this this neon light behind me. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but, say, do you remember the first time you ever saw Lady Bunny live? 
first, yes. Well, the first time I ever saw Lady Bunny, I had moved to New York City. I was living in the village, and I was what walking year? to six. This is 2012. I what? come from, I'm from from Chicago, and I was crossing. We can hear Mateo. We can fucking <laughs> hear it. <laughs> yeah, I was crossing Sixth Avenue, and. I knew Lady Bunny from Star Magazine because when I was little, they did like <laughs> beauty reviews in the back of the magazine. It was like so and so, so and so. That was Lady Bunny. When I, you know, and my my little gay brain, I didn't know who Lady Bunny was, but I thought, huh, like it always stuck with me. It was like Lady Bunny, and then I saw Lady Bunny running for a cab on Sixth Avenue. I thought that's her from Star Magazine. <laughs> and then you yell, Megan. Yeah, yeah, Megan. <laughs> my that first I, i've said it on the gig. podcast before but i was I, the first time i was seeing her was at the monster in the basement i was like oh my god that's like lady bunny like the lady bunny it's very it's 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 very jolting to see her she's like seeing a rare pokemon in the wild honestly like if you see lady bunny you're like oh it's lady literally bunny. for sure yeah, well, it's, hey that's that's my new uh sales pitch uh hurry up and see her before she dies Get your tickets now. She's on the way out. Uh, We talked about this on the podcast a bit, Mateo, but like uh, going back to like normalcy and everything, like in terms of what the gay experience, well, you're not also, Mateo, you're not a go out gay. Mateo goes out once in a while and Mateo drinks once in a while. So you're not like a go out party gay. Well, that's because our group of friends here's the thing we all work in nightlife and that most of our friends either don't drink or don't like we we don't hang that way usually if i'll be be drinking and smoking okay well monet on the monet and colleen are not included in this conversation and i said what i said and uh but i think when you work in nightlife we all do shows it's like it's enough so if we all have the night off we're usually at bob's house watching youtube or you know, making each other laugh, something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I used to go out in Chicago before I was doing comedy when I was 21 to like 25. I mean, Boys Town, getting drunk, drinking wildly on Friday and Saturday nights, even on Sunday. Chicago drinks hard. Chica- I, oh, okay, yes, I've been, do. the idea, Chicago goes in. I, I, anytime I go to Chicago, I'm like, you girls like to party. You would have work. And I, I'm never, I'm never like the sloppy drunk girl. I don't, I don't ever get like, like I, I just handle my liquor well. I'm also a very big lady. So when I drink, like it, it passes through my whole, I don't ever get sloppy and crazy. But Chicago people go in with the alcohol. It's like wild. It's, yeah, they're a party town. And, and well, ugh, Taco Burrito Palace is so good. Sorry, what'd you say, Bunny? Well don't, well, don't forget the drugs. I mean, we have to be inclusive. They don't just drink in Chicago. They like <laughs> drugs, too. I was so ignorant, though. Can I tell you, when I was like, I remember being 21 at Roscoe's on the dance floor, and I, everyone was just... Now I look back, I know they were rolling or they were on drugs, but I was, I just did, I just like, wow, they're really into this music. And I remember drinking like a vodka soda being like, who am I going to make out with tonight? And they're just like, you just didn't get it. I was quite naive, I think. Was Roscoe's your, um, your, uh, club of choice back in the day? Back of the day, it would be like, I remember we would all be, we'd pregame at my buddy John's house and we would all promise ourselves we would not go to sidetrack. We're like, we're not doing it. We're not going to sidetrack. It's That's the show not going like, to happen like the, tonight. The, the, the show tunes bar, right? On Sundays. Sundays and Mondays, they do show tunes. But it, it's Got a great it. bar, but it's just like, it's, you know, it's like you just sort of stand and drink and stuff. But it, it's kind of where it, everyone always thir- ends up. Yeah, Wednesdays <laughs> through Saturdays, it's fisting. <laughs> Piano bar. Um, Monday. So not sidetracks. Not sidetracks. 
But yeah, yeah we would go to Roscoe's. Uh, we would go, I remember we used to go to Cocktail, which I think is called Progress now. There was another place that burned down and came back. We used to go there. I never went to Mini Bar. If you're from Chicago and you're listening to me right now, never. I didn't I like Mini know. Bar. They thought of themselves know. as like highfalutin. But usually um, Roscoe's. Have you ever been to Steamworks? Once to get uh, tested with my boyfriend at the time when I was 22, they have at the Testing. Howard Johnson. Yes, during the week, if you want to get, I don't know if they still do it, but on the third floor, I think at Steamworks, you can get free testing, HIV and STI testing for the Howard Johnson. Yes, on the third floor. And then I if remember you find out that you, if you find out you have them, you can go into the bathhouse and spread it. Oh my right? God. There you go. <laughs> that's, what, that's actually the sign on the outside. <laughs> if you've got it, get in here. But I remember it just looking like laser zone with jock straps. That was sort of my Honestly. impression. And all the mirrors, because there's so many mirrors there. So you're like walking and you see someone like, oh, my God, he's cute. A bitch, 10 steps later. Oh, my God, that's me. <laughs> and then it's like literally that the whole time. And the second time I ever went to Chicago, I performed at Berlin. Like, uh, T-Rex oh, Berlin. Out. Forgot about I love Berlin. Berlin. Forgot about yeah. Berlin. Great yeah, 4 a.m. bar. Good. Yeah, for sure. And then afterwards, so I, I I did the gig at 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 Berlin, um, and then Steamworks is close to there. So I was like, instead of going back to my hotel, I'll just like de drag at the club, and I'll put like my drag in my suitcase and just go. Bitch, I like take my big ass uh, suitcase, roll down the block, go to Steamworks, and I get there in line. My first time ever, I have no idea what to expect. He's like, we need to we need to uh, search your bag. I was like, you need to search my bag. He's like, yeah, we need to make sure I don't bring any drugs or anything. So I open my bag. There's a fucking line behind me. It's a Saturday night. Girl, open my bag, wigs, shoes, bracelets, necklaces, everything is falling out of my bag. I was so fucking embarrassed um, having all my, which I don't know why I was, in hindsight, I should, Monet, you shouldn't be embarrassed. Well, everyone knows, just okay, that's Monet Exchange. No, I was no drag race yet. I was just oh. some local New York City bitch. No one knew who I was. It was very fucked up, but Seamus is Girl, cute. you know why you were ashamed? Because gays don't like drag queens uh, uh, in bed. They like them on stage. For, for sure. I'm going to tell you, have you ever fucked you a drag to- queen? We're, we're, we're here to confront you. Well, Monet, it was just once when you and I had that night together, but I thought we weren't going to talk about this publicly. <laughs> Buddy's right. Gays do not want, they want drag queens on stage, not in their beds, girl. Dr- Th- Buddy, there's that's exceptions. So there's exceptions. Of but course, sure. That's the general, you know, rule. I dated this guy for, I mean, dated, it was a hookup for two years <laughs> when, it, when I first moved here. It's a long and hookup. Right. Well, I mean, it was good, really good. And he came over one time, and I'd left a wig out. I would ordinarily I would clean everything up, and I'd left a wig out. That motherfucker left and would never even acknowledge me on the street. It was like I had like tricked him into going with this thing, and it's like you know, I mean, I certainly was not the man in that relationship. So what the fuck do you care if I have a wig on? I mean, it's like Jesus. Oh, that's so crazy. I mean, if if I were, like, topping him, you know, uh, and he found out, oh, I'm a woman, you know, um, that, whatever. But that that is, that probably is why you felt ashamed. I've been to Steamworks, honey. I actually met a man I'm already fooled around with in New York. I guess I I should go to Steamworks and experience it, but I don't have that kind of. No, you're famous now, girl. You're gonna be in there. Someone, someone, someone's gonna be sucking your dick, and they're gonna be telling you one of your bits in the middle of. They're like, back it. They will be like, girl, do not, do not, Mateo, do not do that to yourself. I'm just, I, you know what it is though. Like, I don't have 
the I know my Instagram I'm I'm pretty much naked in every photo but at like the gym <laughs> like I've never really hit on anybody at the gym or hooked up with anyone at the gym I'm too not, I don't know if I'm shy but I when I go in the gym like I just put on Mariah and do my thing and and people all my friends like I saw this guy we made eyes we jacked off in the shower together Patty. in the steam room yeah, honestly girl like I was there and I was like honestly the gag like to be fair so I, I was just like I don't I've never had I guess I don't have that kind of like confidence that chutzpah Mateo, you are guys are probably just beckoning, beckoning to get a little, a little sneak a peek in that locker room and fucking dick you down. Well, I talk to them like Liza Minnelli, and they run. (laughs) I just in the you know in the middle. Her gay husbands didn't. Her gay husbands didn't run. (laughs) I, I actually did. I streamed last night as Liza Minnelli playing Call of Duty. I put on Did like a really? shit wig. Yeah, and I just ran on. I'm sh- I'm Mateo, my- don't even get me started <laughs> with you and this Liza shit. Mateo uh, loves with his Liza impersonate, uh, um, impression, but he doesn't want to shave his beard or any, uh, his mustache. So Mateo is in a. And, and but I, that's why I, do I look get, like Liza. You do look like Liza. Mateo looks like Liza Millie with a mustache. But <laughs> if I'm putting you in drag, I want to do the whole fantasy. Mateo always has a sneaky, like. Oh yeah, Monet, I was gonna do it, but tomorrow I have this. Oh yeah, Monet, Monet, I really, I, I, I was gonna shave it off, but tomorrow I, I was like, uh huh, sure. But don't so you convenient. think it's funny when I do Liza Minnelli that I have a, like it is like kind like really like slap together drag. I just have my mustache and because so that's the impression. It is, it is funny because you're not trying to pass yourself off as like a serious impersonation. I mean, maybe Monet thinks you could and should, but I mean, you can't really. I mean, you know, unless it's gonna be. Like one set, and then you go and change. But this is true. Um, uh, I mean, I think it's funny with a mustache. What? W- give us a little taste of the impersonation, please. So well, I'll never forget the first thing my mother said to me. She said, "Liza, call an ambulance." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, do you also do Liza Minnelli? <laughs> I pick Liza sort of like after her brain encephalitis, not like the oh set. You know, God. I think I'll, well she did. She I have brain encephalitis. I mean, if you watch her interviews post two thousand six, she's very subdued and kind of like like sleepy. Whereas like in the seventies, you know, Mama. But I'm sort of I like the sleepier Liza. Sleepy Liza for sure. For she she's she more was, fun. Well, she was manic. I, you know, I, I, um, I, I guess she maybe has, is she taking a break from performing? Because I remember she did something with Singling. Alan Cumming oh. and uh, that Daniel Nardiccio produced. And it was two nights and the Times, New York Times came and gave her a terrible review and mm. said that she should not be singing anymore and that uh, that this was embarrassing and blah, 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 blah. And I was there that night. And I was like, uh, maybe she didn't hit the notes with the, the highest notes with the same strength, but everything was there. She was adorable. She walked out and then after three songs with Alan, she sat in a stool, uh, in a stool, on a stool, um, uh, and bless her heart, she was trying to kick her little legs out. She's she's just like she's got that I, razzmatazz. And you know I'm with I mean? you. I think that they don't make them like that anymore. And even if she doesn't sound the same, it's we're still you're still experiencing a legend. And that is what I love about Liza. 
Yeah, or <laughs> Cheetah Rivera. I mean, you're just, it's just, wow. Or Charo. I mean, you know, Linda Carter. It's just like. I will that. say Linda Patty Cooper. LaBelle is one of the few that sounds the exact same as she did in the 70s. Is incredible. You don't think she sounds good, Monet? I saw her three years ago and I was like, this I woman. S- I saw her like four years ago at the King's Theater, and I, I, I still think she sounds good, but I think to say she sounds exactly like... Okay, it shouldn't sound like her 1979 performance of Somewhere <laughs> Over the Rainbow, where <laughs> she's flapping and, you know, like she... Yeah. But, I mean, she... Tr- like, I saw Streisand two summers ago, and Streisand uh-huh. also sounds good still. Like, obviously, oh God, they're a, a woman of a certain age, and the muscles don't do what they, you know, used to do. But really, if you think about it, they sound pretty fucking good. I I uh, like Barbara Streisand's uh, approach to performing, where she says she has an extreme stage fear, and therefore the tickets will be five hundred bucks. And I'm like, I told that <laughs> to my agent. Five hundred, more like yeah, five thousand. Yeah, when when someone calls to uh, you know book me, say, oh, Bunny would love to. <gasps> But her stage fright, it's, 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 it's going, it, it, she, she's had to triple her rates since last time. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of genius, but, yeah. you know, I, I saw Patty a couple years ago, um, a big, big fan. This is such a outside. gay conversation. Straight men don't talk about this stuff. Uh, Patty, <laughs> someone said to me outside who sees every show, you know, she's not what she was. And I was like, well, I'll be the judge of that. You know, some of the background singers took the big high notes occasionally. She was still her and she was still great and she was funny. And someone did a review of that show Mm -hmm. and they said that she bent down in and and looked at an audience member and said, I like your hair. Can I try it on? And she took her, um, uh, she kicked her shoes off and walked around barefoot. I'm like, you idiot reviewer. That's Patty Stick. Yeah, she wears wigs thing. and kicks her heels off. It's like, you don't even understand what she's trying to do. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, don't, I mean, if, if you're green, maybe you shouldn't be uh, reviewing the legends because that's what, that's what you want to see. It sounds like uh, Patty's stealing my act (laughs) i mean girl Um, she's still petty um so mateo you are like you said you are back in the road and you're gonna be in madison wisconsin soon uh talks about madison wisconsin i've been to madison wisconsin and it's um it's a city there you know (laughs) i i will be at comedy on state madison wisconsin may 13th to the 15th also um evan williams is opening for me who monet you know and uh, they actually have there's a place called stacked which has the best pancakes i've ever had my entire life madison has all the horses around right like the statues or something or some shit like that like all the is that madison all the i mean i genuinely don't remember seeing a horse (laughs) They have these like statues of horses all over Madison. Oh, that they Wisconsin. paint. Yes, is, yeah, they paint them. Yes. Uh, maybe because I remember in Chicago we did the cows. Like in the '90s, they had like all these cow sculptures and people painted them. And Madison's like, well, we've got horses. So yeah. I, that does actually sound kind of familiar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Madison. This is another one of Monet's somebody's gig. Monet says something sort of abstract and it feels like it's out of the left. And then as you like focus on it a little more, you're like, oh, she was right. (laughs) That never happens with me. (laughs) Well, I just Googled Madison, Wisconsin horses and nothing proves my point. And it said no comma Monet. (laughs) 
And Sasha Bell came up. No, <laughs> <laughs> she does not have a big dick. I would not classify that as, as a horse. She has a nice body and a nice penis. Not a horse. A horse dick is wild. Yeah, there's been Who only... are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Sasha Bell. You you know every queen's dick size? She has an OnlyFans, girl. And you're on it, you sick bitch? <laughs> I'm not on it. I've just seen uh, pictures on Twitter. She has a she, she has a nice package. There, there's been. Do you remember that one guy? Uh, I want to say his name, but he he had the world's biggest dick, and I hooked up with him, and I was like, oh my god, it is big. Oh. And I was like, get the picture. I call him, text him, get. I want to see it. I'm like, Bob, I'm not calling this man out of the blue to be like, hi, my friend Bob wants to see your dick. Mind sending a photo over? <laughs> well, you never showed me. I'm very upset. I want to. He see never it. sent me a picture, unless I held your hand and brought you with. We can get on in a second, but I didn't know if you know my friend Monet they just want to see real quick I think I've seen more than the picture <laughs> I think if it's who I'm it's who I think you're talking about well we'll, we'll talk when, definitely, when, 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 yeah, when the recording yeah. is off yeah mm-hmm. um, but Teo well where, where is there a how do people get tickets? Can they go to your website to get tickets? Can I say your website? Sure. MateoLaneComedy.com Mateo I, I, I got it. I got it. Please <laughs> go to H... Remember when, when people had to do HTTP? Please go to HTTP slash slash whatever. I'm kidding. www.mateo... You don't, you don't even have to say that anymore. Just MateoLaneComedy.com to find tickets to see Mateo Lane in Madison, Wisconsin um, at Comedy on State May 13th through the 15th. I wish I could come. I would definitely go if I could. Um, uh, thank you so much, Mateo, for stopping by Ebony and Irony podcast with me and the delicious. She looks. I do, Bunny looks very handsome today, lady. Bunny, Bunny. looks beautiful. Oh, Gorge. thank you, Mateo. You're not so bad yourself. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a twitch of me playing hmm, Pac Man uh, Canasta. <laughs> Back, uh, backgammon backgammon um, honestly um, buddy that might be a really cute series to see like you doing like older games like miss Backman, uh backgammon that would honestly be really mario tetris that. Mar- that actually would be people would watch that bunny you could get but, but that bunny is literally like she she's holding the blocks and dropping them in on tetris like in real life <laughs> not even the game lady bunny plays jacks on twitch <laughs> honestly though <laughs> bunny that i'm not kidding that is legitimately a market you you could probably make so much money from that i would yeah. pay to watch you play play jacks on twitch a thousand yeah. percent you should do it okay, bunny well oh uh, yeah all right well see you on twitch mateo uh, see you there <laughs> what, what is your what's your twitch info for those who oh, yeah. want if you want to follow me on twitch it's mateo mariah one word and if you want to follow my YouTube page, it's just the Mateo Lane channel on YouTube. I'm putting up all my videos. I, I said what Mariah. I said. Mateo I love Mariah, Mariah Carey. <laughs> Do you know why it's Mateo Mariah Money? Because in the, in the pandemic, when it started, Jacob told us to, to play. He's like, you make a, let's all play Fortnite. So we were trying it out. And they said, what's your name? And no, we, we remember we were, we were playing on Twitch with Detox, that like rap game. Oh, yeah, you yeah, like yeah, yeah, add yeah. in songs. So they're like, add any username. I was like, whatever, Mateo Mariah. I'm just doing this for the night. Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. So, but it stuck from there. So when we played that singing game with Detox. You're so funny. Mateo, Did you I enjoy see- Glitter? Um, you know, I'll be honest, the album is actually really great, but the movie in and of itself, it's not even like a showgirls or something that you can laugh with. It's just kind of boring. 
Glitter is a great film. I will stand by that till the day I die. I fucking love the movie Glitter. I'm not even being funny. I'm being I'm being dead serious. I love the, the movie. The only part I like is when they're in the club and he's like, "Give me all you got," and she's just nah, and she got that hat. Do it, oh, Mateo. My. Do that. Do that. Do the whistle tone. Mateo, do that whistle tone. I can do whistle tone right now. <clears throat> there, I got it. <laughs> he's like, I, I don't, I don't think I can. <laughs> Can yeah, she do it? Can she do it? <laughs> I, for, I, have pr- I stood right next to her in an elevator. I was two, I was like two inches away from her. And the elevator door, there was this thing for MTV, like meet your fans, whatever. I knew the producers, so I got in, of course. And um, they opened the door and these fans started screaming. And Mariah, instead of being like, hi, she went up to a whistle register and it was Word. very loud and very smooth. And I, and I, I, I had to stop myself from looking at her and being like, you, you are there. <laughs> what year was this? This is two years ago. Work, work. I wonder work. if I can say faggot and whistle. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> there. On that, literally on that note, thank y'all so much for joining us. And we will talk Mateo. to y'all soon. Thank Bye. you. Thank you, Mateo. Let me tell you something. Mateo is so fucking sexy. If y'all really want to see all of his goodness, just go to his Instagram. His his Instagram is at M-A-T-T-E-O-L-A-N-E, at Mateo Lane. And Mateo is practically naked every fucking time. His body is literally built like a fucking Italian fucking sculpture thing. Oh, well, okay. That's really nice. But may I just say that you sound like a whore, Monet. (laughs) I prefer the term slut. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's the sound that you're giving off. If, if okay, here's drooling. my question. I mean, if, drooling. It's like, if Mateo know. came to your home and he wanted to sit you down and, 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 and pull his dick out and fuck your face, would you let him? I like anybody who lets me sit down at my age. <laughs> but do you think they could have a chair on stage for me now? <laughs> In that thing that we reference, um, there's you say something about getting to the stage, and Bianca goes, "Well, as if she can, as as if she as if she could even get on the fucking stage, like we try to get on there every week, and then you go, well, did you um did you try bread or something like that?" And Bianca says something, and you and she and she and, she, and you go, "No, no gluten." I really fucked that joke up, but it is so fucking funny. I say this like every week. Y'all need to find it. Just type in Derek and Romaine, Lady Bunny. That shit. It's like an hour and a half, and it's so funny. <laughs> you know what? Next week, I'm going to prep some clips for land, and we're going to put some in the, in, in the episodes so y'all can hear, because that shit is so funny. Oh, no. Maybe we can do it this week. In the, uh, land, I'm going to give you the timestamp. Clip this out and put it in to hear this bunny little uh, joke. It's so funny. Nice. We already have 40 minutes of to two subjects. It'll be one minute. It'll be fine. Land can Let's do it. Go any week. Okay, fine. Next week, then. Then fuck you, bitch. Bye. I'm leaving. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast network.